This is an SBS radio podcast. Settlement Guide. Information, issues and stories about living in Australia. SBS acknowledges the traditional custodians of country and their connection and continuous care for the land, skies and waterways across Australia. Hi there, g'day, and welcome to this episode of The Settlement Guide, a series where we help you navigate life in Australia. Whether you arrived today, have been living here for years, whether you were born in Australia or are planning to move here shortly, this series is for you. My name is Claudiana Blanco, and I came to live in Sydney more than a decade ago, and I'm still learning about life down under every day. Today we will explore the rights of anyone receiving subsidized aged care services in Australia. There are 14 rights that protect anyone receiving government-funded aged care, whether at home or at a residential facility. But what happens if you or a loved one are unsatisfied with the service? And how can you lodge a complaint? If they have a concern about some aspect of their care, the best possible option available is to talk with the people who are providing that care. But there may be a number of reasons why an individual would be uncomfortable or reluctant to raise a matter directly with their provider. And in that circumstance, we are absolutely ready to assist. Let's get started. The legislated rights that protect consumers receiving subsidized aged care services are outlined in the Charter of Aged Care Rights under the 1997 Aged Care Act. The first two of the fundamental 14 aged care rights in the charter include the right to be treated with dignity and respect and to enjoy services that are safe and high quality. Another protection is the right to make a complaint free from reprisal and to have your complaint dealt with fairly and promptly. Commissioner Janet Anderson leads the Aged Care Quality and Safety Commission, the national regulator of government-funded aged care services. She says the commission visits residential facilities to oversee the work of providers and keep them accountable. The sorts of things we might look at just briefly are, are they treating older people with dignity and respect? Are they involving those people in decisions about their care? Are their services safe and of high quality? Are they tailoring their care to meet the needs and preferences of individuals? Are they effectively managing risks to consumer health and well-being? Are they adequately staffed? Is the living environment safe and suitable for care? And indeed, is the organisation itself well-governed? Miss Anderson explains, if a concern remains unresolved, the commission is the body responsible for handling official complaints made by users of aged care services or on their behalf. If they have a concern about some aspect of their care, the best possible option available is to talk with the people who are providing that care. But there may be a number of reasons why an individual would be uncomfortable or reluctant to raise a matter directly with their provider. And in that circumstance, we are absolutely ready to assist. So there should be no hesitation in contacting the Commission if someone is a little uneasy about making a direct approach. 
The Older Persons Advocacy Network (OPAN) delivers free information and advocacy service to older people across Australia. OPAN CEO Craig Gear explains. While we are funded by a grant from the Australian Government Department of Health and Aged Care, we are an independent organisation. We're independent from the government. We're independent from providers, and that means that we can raise issues with the government where we see that there's a problem in the aged care system, or we go at the direction of the older person to speak to their aged care provider to get that issue resolved. There are approximately 200 OPAN aged care advocates across the country. They work at the direction of the older person, but we also know that sometimes a older person needs to come with their family or friends, or their family and friends might notice something's not right. And so we will work with them, but we'll actually ask to speak to the older person themselves. And for people from culturally and linguistically diverse backgrounds, we'll always make sure that we get an independent translator there as well, so we can hear from the person themselves what they want, and they can give us the direction to how they want their issue raised and how they want it resolved. Professor Joseph Ibrahim is a geriatrician and head of the Health Law and Aging Research Unit at Monash University. He says recipients of aged care services usually hesitate to complain out of fear to be seen as troublemakers. Relatives are often scared about repercussions from staff. There are additional barriers for those who speak English as a second language. Professor Ibrahim explains. Often it is difficult to make a complaint in a way that demonstrates your conviction, how much you believe in that complaint, and people often won't take you seriously because of your accent or not knowing the correct words. It also makes it hard to get people to understand why this is particularly important for your background, a particular day or an occasion, or how things are done. Mr. Gear explains the charter also protects the right of older people. People to be informed about their care in a way they can understand. This right encompasses all forms of government-funded aged care services. From what's called the Commonwealth Home Support Program, the home care packages, the flexible aged care, short-term restorative care, or into residential aged care and respite. You also should realise that you've got the right to your independence, the right to have information provided to you in a way that you understand, and that means translators or using interpreters or communication aids if that's barriers to understanding. That's a responsibility on the provider, whether they be a home care or a residential aged care provider. Commissioner Anderson says you don't necessarily need to be the services recipient to lodge an official complaint relating to any subsidised aged care service. The individual receiving services can complain about some aspect of their care. Equally, a family member, a relative, a friend, even possibly an aged care worker, can lodge a complaint with us if they have concerns about some aspect of that care. Upon receiving a complaint, the Aged Care Quality and Safety Commission engages with both the provider and the complainant, unless the complaint is lodged anonymously. Miss Anderson says. When an issue remains unresolved, the commission may exercise its regulatory powers if appropriate. However, some actions are beyond their scope. 
don't provide legal advice and we don't provide healthcare advice. If an individual is looking for guidance as to the healthcare that a particular aged care provider should be offering, they would need to talk to a clinician about that. We don't investigate the cause of death because that is in the jurisdiction of coroners and we don't get involved in staffing matters relating to the provider's staff such as wages, terms and conditions of employment. Professor Ibrahim advises raising any concerns early. He says grievances are easier to resolve when parties can discuss their needs and preferences before a formal complaint is issued. Rather than say, that nurse was awful, the water was too cold when I went in, to be explaining, I like the shower late in the morning, I like it to be very warm. Can someone let me know if they can't do it? Because I might choose not to have a shower rather than to have a shower in a way that I don't want to. You're asking about what they can do. You're letting them know what you would like to do. And so you're turning it around into a conversation. Professor Ibrahim says if your needs are still not met, the key for making an effective complaint is to ensure you maintain open communication lines and keep records. I think it's essential that you choose someone that you trust in your family or friends who you know is calm and always polite because you want to get your point of view across and you want to keep a record of what's happening. If the problem doesn't get resolved, you then have information and evidence for the future. It's far better to be documenting each step of the way and to always have an open mind to hear the other side. To speak to an aged care advocate, call the National Aged Care Advocacy Line on 1-800-700-600. To contact the Aged Care Quality and Safety Commission, call 1-800-951-822. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Settlement Guide, written and produced by Zoe Thomaidu and hosted by me, Claudiana Blanco. The Settlement Guide Managing Editor is Rosa Germian. Until next time. This was an SBS Radio podcast. For more Settlement Guide stories, visit sbs.com.au slash radio.